Good morning, good morning. This is round two. <laughs> I was just having some technical issues connecting there, but I'm glad we got that sorted out. Welcome, welcome to today's episode of the Ben Checking In Podcast. Nice to see you guys coming on in. Daniel, I see you. Ollie, of course, nice to have you here. Welcome to this Tuesday morning. My name is Binyam. This is the Ben Checking In Podcast. Here on this podcast, we like talking about three key things, and I like refreshing myself on them because the more I do so, the more I feel I grow as a person. And so these three things that I've sort of scintillated this podcast to talking about are as follows. Number one, we like talking about awareness. What does self-awareness look like as we ask ourselves self-reflective questions and in the process of considering how we are aware of ourselves growing and evolving as human beings, um, how we can make the right choices in life. It's really helpful when one knows oneself to be able to be more intentional about the direction in which we're aiming for. Number two, uh, we like talking about kindness. Now, kindness is one of those things I'm well known for in the way I extend it to others, but this kind of kindness that I'm talking about is the kind of kindness that is inward related. The kind of kindness that we show not to others first and foremost, but to ourselves. And this is something I did not know how to do for years, years. I, um, I definitely fumbled on this one here. So I'm very intentional now about on a daily basis considering how can I extend kindness and patience to myself because in the absence of that, oh, it's a terrible place to be staying in, in one's mind, right? And then thirdly, happiness. I love <laughs> being happy. I really enjoy um, happy moments. I live for them. I want to experience more of them. But to do so, I've discovered or I've experienced in my uh, context that I have to process a lot of other things. I have to make space for happiness here. Hey, Luke. And so in making space here, um, that takes work too. So that's one of the things I want to work on as I answer these questions with you guys. Today is episode 62 of the Ben Checking Podcast. It's the 28th of September. October is soon approaching. Today the Tuesday. I'm so glad you're here for the next few minutes while we check in on ourselves. And I appreciate you guys coming along for this with me. So today's question we are answering is, which relationships are you happy with? Which relationships are you most happy with? This is one of those questions that helps us improve our current relationships, relationships we're developing or uh, getting into, whether they're romantic, whether they are um, platonic, the whole gamut. Which relationships are you happiest with? Um, this is a great one just because for me, as I look at the question, it makes me think or consider um, a quick check-in on, on the uh, quality of relationships that I'm currently engaged in and how it is that I value those relationships. Which relationships are you happy with? This gives a contrast. Which relationships are you not so happy with? We'll answer that in a future episode. But today's question, we're focusing solely on which relationships are you happiest with? And part of that question I'd love to hear from you, if you're so inclined to share, is why are you happy with those relationships? What is it that you're really satisfied or comforted with when you consider these relationships. 
So which relationships are you happy with almost entails, it almost takes for granted that we do have relationships to be able to consider. Um, and in, um, in context of uh, those relationships that we do have, I think one of those things, your camera is really fuzzy. Is that so? Let me see if I can clear that off for you. On my end, it's pretty clear. I'm not sure what's going on in your end, Ollie. Thanks for the heads up, though. Uh, on my end, I would say um, I believe that we as human beings are social creatures. We're social beings, and so being social beings, we like being in community with other people to some extent. Some people are might might be the internet. Maybe it might be the internet. I think you're right. Yeah, because on my end, I am seeing a fairly clear image here, and. Everything seems to be going well. I did have issues connecting um, earlier on this morning, so maybe it might have to do with that, potentially. But dear friends, uh, I'm not sure if you would agree with me, but I think at some level, even for those of us who are the most introvert, those of us who do not enjoy being around lots of people, I think at some level, each and every one of us has a desire to connect with someone else outside of ourselves. There is some point of connection in which we want to um have that intersection with someone else that someone knows us, that someone um, understands us, that someone um, is aware of who we truly are and is okay with it, with us as we are. I think each and every one of us has that desire. And so whenever you have that kind of a connection with someone else whereby you are in some way leaning on each other for support, whether emotionally, morally, romantically, whatever it looks like, at that point, I think it proves my point that at the very heart of it, we are social beings and we thrive in community. We like hanging out with each other. For example, look at this platform we're on. We are on a social media platform. And in this way, we're able to connect with each other across the world. And we have this desire to understand and know other people. And this medium sort of facilitates that. Now it has its limitations and it's an evolving thing whereby there's a lot that we have to bring by way of caution when we are on social media nowadays, right? There's a lot we have to apply by way of, okay, how do we do this well? How do we do this in a way that works in a two-way street, right? And so the very um, the very experiment of social media seems again to funnel that assertion that at the very heart of it, we are all social beings and we want to connect in a relationship. Now, as we connect with each other, as we express this desire to be in connection with some someone else, I always love your energy, bro. Thank you, Fasil. I appreciate that. As we are connecting with someone else, there is usually a response. In some cases, it's a fantastic connection. In other cases, it kind of goes downhill and spirals downwards in a way that isn't encouraging. And so today's question is more in the category of which ones do you really appreciate? Which connections do you have in your life that you're like, this is very meaningful for me, this is really important to me, and it serves like... it. it it deposits goodness. It deposits encouragement. It deposits the kind of a growth that you're like, this is going in, in a good direction. Which ones are those? It would be fantastic to be able to consider what those ones are. And as you're reflecting on which relationships you're happy with, what is it about those relationships that is different from the others that is discouraging or uh, disappointing or depressing? Which factors in the relationships that you really enjoy are uh, play, a play to help you 
uh, say, hey, this one here I really value. This is an important one for me as I'm going forward. I think this contrast is really helpful because, one, I don't know if we often, I'm not sure when's the last time you were just kind of um, having that thought of, man, I'm really thankful for this moment I have with this person I get to enjoy with. Because in my experience, and I'm not sure if you're like me, but I'm guessing there's a lot of you like me, there is this coasting tendency that we have where we experience a lot of good things, but rarely do we slow down to be able to savor and appreciate those things and saying, hey, this is really meaningful. And I'm so thankful for these few moments that I have with this person, with this person who I really enjoy spending time with, with this person who brings a lot of value in my life, perhaps. There is rarely the encouragement to slow life down to say, wait a second, let me appreciate what I have in front of me right now because this is worthwhile. I often think about this savoring dynamic when I see those who are without. For example, when I am seeing someone who's walking on crutches because one of their limbs has been amputated, one of the legs. Um, I think, man, that must be a really difficult life to have to navigate on crutches and never to have your two feet like you once used to have. And that for me sends me into this zone of gratitude where I'm like, I still have my two legs. I'm going to enjoy being able to be mobile and walking on my two legs. This is really meaningful for me. And so I walk away from that experience with more gratitude, with more savoring. I think this is the kind of thing that this question helps us do. What are those connections socially that you have in your life right now that we can take a few moments out this morning to be able to uh, appreciate and give gratitude for saying, man, I'm so glad I have this experience in my life because there are others who don't. I'm not sure if you're one of those this morning who's listening into this podcast and who's thinking about the question we're talking about, which relationships are you happy with? You're probably thinking, wow, I wish I had a relationship to be happy with. But perhaps you feel so cut off and isolated from the good relationships that you probably once enjoyed. And you're just surrounded now by some really messy and awful connections that are not inspiring or encouraging you in your own context. Maybe that's you. And you have my heart. You have my heart by way of empathy. I really wish I could inspire and encourage you um, to have a different experience. But check out my website in that uh, regard because I would love to work alongside you to be able to see those influences come in your life. But it's a, one of those beautiful things we're considering this morning in our question. Which relationships are you happy with? Have you ever considered the kind of gift it is when we get to have these beautiful experiences in life? The beautiful gift that it is when we get to enjoy these moments. Good morning, M Mimo. Um, the question today we're talking about is which relationships are you happy with? And we're just talking about how one, I think we're social beings and we desire to connect and how amazing it is when we do get those kind of connections that we can experience that are on the one side of the echelon. And that is really happy experiences because here's the thing as we connect with people there are those who are like oh man i don't want to be connected with that person at all their energy their vibe is just eh, it's off it's not helpful and then those there, there's those that you connect with along the way where you're like dude this is good people right here i want to come alongside this person here and so what does that look like in that setting and so that is something that I want to direct our attention to this morning, is thinking through 
who are those individuals that we're connected to by way of relationship, whether it's romantic, whether it is platonic, and those relationships that serve us really well, whereby we're like, this is something that I always find myself leaving with more happiness in my heart. That was a really good few moments that we shared, and I feel something different in the positive category because I had time with this individual. Which relationships are you happiest with? And then the thing I want to also hear from you is, why are you happy with this? What is it that goes on in that connection there socially that leaves you feeling good, that feels you leaving encouraged, that feels you leaving, that leaves you feeling, that feels you leaving, that leaves you feeling um, inspired, um, heartened? What are those relationships there? I'm happy to dive into mine because I've got a litany to share with you. There is so much happiness that I have in the connections that I currently am experiencing. And that's because in my experience, I'm taking the deep dive. I'm taking the deep dive by way of this is meaningful for me to be able to apply myself, to give my time, to give my energy. It takes time. It takes energy. It takes investment of one's resources to be able to say, hey, this is really important to me. And so I've got an abundance of those kind of relationships that bring me fulfillment and happiness. And yes, you guys are a part of it too. But let me share with you about the ones that I have in person in my geographic uh, spot over here. And so along those lines, here's how that goes for me. It takes, first of all, reflection of once upon a time when I didn't have access to this kind of uh, relational connection. And that's an interesting thing because those who know me in the past would say, Binyam, you were the social butterfly. Everyone loved you. Everyone was thrilled with you. And while that's true, and while I did find a sense of fulfillment in me, codependently giving myself away and serving others and um and making really fantastic connections, I never was able to appreciate it at the very core of who I was because at the very beginning, I never actually felt the freedom to be who I really was. And so I often felt that I, that I was just giving a part of myself away, whereas I wanted to give all of myself away. I was engaging with others. Yes, there's a lot of laughter. There's a lot of uh, fun times. There's a lot of encouragement and inspiration and so on. Yes, but it wasn't a two-way street. And I think to answer this question, which relationships are you happiest with, that two-way street is a really important component. If it's a hell yes on both sides where you can both share who you truly are with one another, that for me is getting to the real deep place of um, connection, of intimacy, of vulnerability being expressed. And that is a fantastic threshold, a fantastic foundation for one to build and the way we connect with others. Um, so, um, Didi, I hear your comment. <laughs> and that one of the beautiful things about this is that there are um, recordings. So others will be able to tap into the recordings a little bit later on as well. My dad says Girk is an Uber driver. His account was uh, hacked. Have you ever dealt with this before? I've never dealt with that. That's a really sad experience. And I'm sorry that's your experience, Girk. Um, that's a tough one. I would probably suggest that he call the Greenlight office or contact Uber to say, hey, can we recalibrate this? Because that's a tough one. Sorry about that, my friend. So in my context, why are things different now than they were in the past? Things for me are different now because I had to go through one of those 
life shifts, if you will. You know, there come these moments in life sometimes where you have to make a decision, a really significant decision that's going to change the trajectory that you've been on in a drastic way. Perhaps it's an epiphany you come across and you say, huh, I once used to think or believe or act this way, but now I'm totally on a different um, pathway. I'm on different trajectory and it means so much to me there are those significant shifts that come and it's a scary thing to face those shifts but when you step into that new pathway there's a lot of uncertainty again there's a lot of instability perhaps or sense of instability because you're not sure which way you're going to go it took me such uh an experience to to go through whereby um it opened a whole new door for me relationally and i was compelled and driven by this desire, this insatiable uh, longing that I had once upon a time that I could connect with people and they could know the real me and be okay with the real me. You see, the way I was behaving before, whereby I didn't feel safe enough to give all of Binium to those I was connecting with, was because of the fact that I... I really valued what other people's opinion of me was. And so I felt bound. Hey, Patrick, I felt bound by those external expectations that I felt I had to fulfill, that I had to be someone who I wasn't. And so being someone who I wasn't, as I connected with people, I never felt that they were getting the true binium. They thought they were getting the true, real binium, but honestly, they were just getting... They were just getting a shadow of me. They were getting a shadow of me. And my true desire for the longest time had been, how can I give myself away in a way where they can see all of me? They can see all of who I really am. And I think this is one of the things at the very heart that most of us desire to experience in this lifetime. Whether you're one who enjoys being around lots of people and having lots of connections, or whether you prefer just a small group of people, small intimate crew. I think there is this common desire from all of us that at least someone would know us as we really are and would be okay with where we presently are because a lot of times we're more aware of the ways that we are fumbling our way forward through various experiences in life. And it's in that zone of feeling conscientious about how messy we are, how we're struggling with various things in our lives, that we feel that we are unlovable, unworthy, and so no one else is going to accept us or love us for who we truly are. What would it be like to find that kind of person? Hey, what? I'm awesome. Nice to see my man. What would it be like for us to be able to have those kind of connections Whereby, life advice for moving out of a parent's house. Oh my goodness, Ross. Oh, that's a good one. Um, may I ask how old you are first, Ross? It'd be good to know how old you are. <laughs> my answer is going to be dependent on that. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Yeah, so give me a reference of how old you are. But yes, um, that's, I think, one of the uh, close desires that most of us have. Hey, Jay, good to see you. Salam. Nice to see you as well. Ross, you're 20 years old. I would say, yeah, it's a good season. Um, There's a bit of a deviation from our topic, but let me just attend it because it's a genuine question. Ross, at 20 years old, um, let me say welcome to adulthood. (laughs) And part of adulthood is becoming independent. I would say uh, the job of parents is to help their kids grow up into independence so that they can become their own independent, uh, socially functioning individuals in society. That's at the very heart of it, what I think should be happening, and that's how I'm raising my kids. And so I would say um, 
making the decision to leave home at this point in your life is a fantastic one because it enables you to walk into a new threshold of, hey Lewis, it it enables you to walk into a new threshold of independence in your life. Independence whereby you are going to start making your own decisions, you're going to start making your own pathway in life, you're going to, you're in essence um, going away from that support zone so that you can now establish your own self. So I think it's it's about time, and so the biggest thing there would be um, a step out. Uh, it, it, there may be risks taken. There may be a shift in your lifestyle where now you have to be very carefully budgeting your income. So whereas before you may not have had to pay as much uh, for rent if your parents were charging a rent, now you're going to have to set aside maybe more significantly for rent, and you'll have to budget what it looks like to um, buy food and pay for your car if you have that and maintain a job so you can have income coming in. It's part of adulting. It's the fine print that we're going to have to step in and have eventually. Life is a lot of fun when you're on your own. You can do a lot of things. There's a lot of freedom, but that freedom has to be expressed with responsibility because if you're not responsible, you'll find yourself behind the eight ball in growing up in life. So that's my suggestion, Ross. Hello to my friends for coming in. The question we're answering today on the Bin Checking Podcast is which relationships are you happy with? So just sharing how, for me, I didn't have access to giving all of me once upon a time. You're welcome, Ross. But now I do because I went through um, a life-shaping moment where I remembered once upon a time this intense desire that I had internally that people would know the real opinion that I could experience transparency, honesty about who I really was, how I really thought or felt about the world, about my convictions. And so when I walked through that moment, those that door of opportunity, scary as it was, yes, I did lose a lot of friendships that I valued, a lot of close relationships that I really had close. Um, I'm moving in with a customer. I'm a barber and said I need a roommate. And he agreed. Ah, gotcha. I hope it goes well. It's going to take work to make sure you guys um, know each other's boundaries and how life is going to work together. So communication is a really important asset. So make sure you are practicing that and cultivating the kind of rapport with one another where trust can be built. So I wish you well. Khaled, my friend, welcome back. Good to see you. Um, yes, so back to what I was saying. When I made that significant life-changing moment, uh, decision in that moment, I walked into a new uncertainty where for the longest time I was feeling, yep, now I can finally experience this thing that I value, which is transparency, that people know the real me. I didn't have any guarantees, though, my friends, that people were going to respond well. I was actually planning for a whole decade, at least a decade there, where people would not want anything to do with me because now I'm like, now they know who the real opinion is, and that's really important, even if it means I'm going to miss or lose uh, on these connections that I really valued and that made me happy, I felt. But the reality was I'm richer today, relationship-wise. Richer, I would say, because even though I connected with such a massive group of people in my past in deep and meaningful ways, how did you make that leap? I made that leap by communicating to, uh, to everyone that I was connected to where I really was at, even though I knew it would be something that they disapproved of. That's how I made that leap. It was really gutsy. It was really scary. It was really lonely. It was really confusing. It was a really low point in my life, but I made that decision because I knew it was the right decision. And coming out on the other side, I was, like I said, planning a whole decade where I didn't think anyone would want anything to do with me. But in reality, 
as I started sharing the real binium now and how I really felt, how I really saw the world, how I really valued things, how I set my boundaries, all those beautiful things, I found the caliber of connections that I experienced deepened in some significant ways. I made some new friendships. I made some new um, connections. And looking back now, uh, it was a fantastic investment. It was scary. It wasn't guaranteed, but the outcome was beautiful. So in short order, relationships I'm super happy with. Uh, there are There's a relationship with my ex, for example. I'm super thankful for that one. She's one of the most gracious people I've ever met. And even though we're not together anymore, relationship-wise, she I continue to consider her as, um, yeah, one of the most, um, one one of the most forgiving people ever. And so she was one of the ones I hurt deeply. And yet here we are, still having a good friendship, co-parenting super well. And that isn't because of a huge investment on my part, but because she, on her end, was willing to extend herself that way. With my kids, I. I'm super grateful for that relationship there because here I am having access to resources as a parent, trying to make sure that as I raise my kids, I'm also trying to model for them what it looks like when I'm trying to figure things out. I want them to know that I don't have everything sort of figured out. I remember when I was a kid thinking, okay, my mom and dad know everything. You know, you have that perception as a youngster. I want them to know actually life is a challenge. Life is a challenge even for grownups. And I'm trying to figure out some um, decisions along the way uh, in reference to them, in reference to myself. I'm trying to help them understand even how dad is trying to figure his way forward and how he messes up sometimes. I want them to be aware that I am human in my expression. And one of those expressions is, I don't have it together all the time. And so I want this, I want them to see me struggling so that they, c- I can talk to them about what that challenge for me looks like, even as I help them process their own challenges. Uh, Char, I wouldn't say I'm an introvert. No, um, I would say I'm an ambivert. Most would probably perceive me as an extrovert when they get to know me and see my liveliness in um, group settings. But I also do value my alone time as well. Uh, And so... uh, Kate says, I just came out to my parents. I was so nervous. That's a really courageous thing, isn't it? It's a really courageous thing to do that because once again, you're not certain how you're going to be received on the other end. And it's a beautiful thing when you can have those kind of relationships that provide that safe place to say, hey, be as you are because we want to take you in that zone. That's a really important thing. So with my kids, that's a really important one that I am super thrilled with, and I relish the time I get with them. When I get the time with them, one of the things I'm working on is making myself unavailable for other commitments because they're one of my primary commitments in life. Um, I have a very close circle of friends that I spend time with. In fact, one of them is sitting on the couch here. We were having some good times last night. And so, um, yes, some very meaningful friendships. You'll see other friendships that I uh, I cultivate. Um, there's a group of guy friends, for example, in my close group of friends whom I um, have enlisted to do a podcast with me. So another podcast in addition to this one, yes. Uh, that one's called Friendology. And you can find it on my YouTube channel. There's recordings on there or on my Spotify account as well. And it's called Friendology. Friendology. And uh, that one there is very, very important to me because... Thanks, Char. I appreciate that. Um, that's important to me because as I invest in those friendships... The premise of us getting together as a group of guys to do what we do on our podcast is I, I said to them, guys, we have such a deep um, expression of what connecting friendship-wise looks like. 
I think this would serve so many others to see what kind of friendship, like masculine friendship like this, models could do for others who maybe don't have access to that that level. And so you can go and watch those podcasts or listen into those podcasts. And I want you to hear the way that we, like there's nothing edited about those podcasts. I, I don't do any editing on any of my recordings. Uh, even this podcast here, I don't do anything. I just kind of record it and then post it because that's important for me to, to um, display how life is, that it's not an edited version. I, I um, Sometimes I'm fumbling for ideas thinking, what am I trying to say here? Or, I want all that captured because that's an expression of who I am and how I want to connect with you on the real plane. So this close group of friendships that I have, I super value because we are intentional about sharing life with one another, sharing experiences, learning what boundaries implemented looks like even amongst close friends. That's a really important one. Shar, I believe, yeah, that's a great word. Authenticity is a really important component there. We can call each other out on our BS, right? We can uh, feel safe as we're expressing ourselves to one another because we have invested that time that says, hey, this is important and this is why we're giving ourselves this way. So all these elements are super critical in relationships that make me feel happy because as I walk away from them, I say, that was not a waste of time. That was really something worthwhile, right? And so intimacy builds along the way. Vulnerability has space to grow. Uh, there is a sense of confidence that you can call each other and say, hey, do you have a listening ear? I need some time. And they're going to clear the schedule to make time for you. These are the beautiful gifts, I think, that we enjoy in life. And why I appreciate the question like today's, which says, which relationships are you happy with? And then finally, let me also reference the relationship I have with you guys. Listen, um, you guys are somewhat of a surprise for me because I did not see you on the radar. I had stayed off of social media for such a long time because I didn't think that this kind of connection was really possible. And one of the things that brought me back to consider trying social media again a couple of years ago was this. It was, almost, it was almost like a, not a dare, but a, a challenge. A challenge for me to say, is it possible that I can connect with people online through this medium all around the world? the same way that I do with those I am closely connected to in my life. And that has been a fantastic social experiment of sorts, whereby I am now making you guys a priority. Like I have this podcast every weekday morning. Um, I message, or yeah, we answer each other's messages. You guys have shared something really important for me in this in this engagement, whereby you've given me your time, you've given me your um, your expressions of goodwill, your uh, requests for help along the way, and in the midst of that, I've connected with some of you in some really meaningful ways, and I'm super grateful for that. Why don't you work in a radio station? Because I, I value my voice. <laughs> I want to talk about what I want to talk about, not what someone else is tell, telling me to talk about. So that's why I appreciate doing this instead. Um, yes, I did turn on the music chart. Um, it's my cue to say the time frame is just growing small. But before our time is done here, friends, let me encourage you. Um, thank you, for, first and foremost, for spending a few moments with me this morning and considering this question. This is what I do every weekday morning, primarily for myself, to grow an awareness uh, of how I'm evolving as a person, how I can be more kind to myself, and how I can increase in happiness. But I also want to share this with you as well. I want to be one of those voices in your life that encourages you towards that deepening awareness of yourself that you're worthwhile 
that's where you're heading in life is something worth going for. And I'd love to come alongside and encourage you in that process. So thank you for giving me your time. If you would like to spend more time or have more attention by way of me coming alongside and giving you some suggestions, observations, um, encouragements inspire you along the way check out my website minimasters.com i'd love to partner with you there i hope to see you tomorrow for our 63rd episode i will talk to you guys soon bye for now